Hi, and welcome to Cause Pods. I'm your host, Matthew Passy. Here at Cause Pods, we have one simple mission to highlight the amazing folks who are using podcasts as a way to raise awareness for good causes. Whether it's a nonprofit they work with, a charity they support, a social justice campaign they're championing, a medical condition they're battling, or someone who's just looking to make a positive impact on their local community, state, country, or the world. These are podcasters with a positive mission. Along with raising awareness for our guests' favorite cause, we're also going to see if we can raise some money to support their efforts. So make sure you check out the show notes for each episode at causepods.org to learn more about what they're doing and how to help them achieve their goals. Joining me today on the podcast is Sima Lieberman. She is the host of Everyday Conversations on Race for Everyday People. Sima, thank you so much for joining us here on Cause Pods. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. So tell us a little bit, what is the objective with Everyday Conversations on Race, the podcast? The objective of Everyday Conversations on Race is to bring people together across race, to have conversations about race in a casual setting. And our goal is to be able to eliminate fear of differences, stop hate and bigotry, and spread love. And so often, People want to have conversations about race, but with people that are different than them, but they don't know how. So either they're afraid, like a lot of times, like if they're white or, or not even just white, but they're afraid of saying the wrong thing and maybe being attacked or just offending people. And other times, like if they're, especially if they're a person of color, they're afraid that they're not going to be heard and that they're going to be trivialized from past experience. So my goal is to bring people together to have those conversations that people don't normally have. Why are you taking this on? Like, what made you want to do this? Well, several reasons. This has been my passion for a long time. My family is interracial. My family is interracial, interfaith, inter-everything family. And I started getting involved in this kind of work when I was really young. I went on the 1963 March on Washington, and that impacted my life. I was really young, so... I'd like to say, yeah, I remember Martin Luther King's (laughs) speech. I sort of kind of remember it, but I was really young and I was just really so involved with all the people, all different kinds of people and and the conversations and and bringing people together. And that's what I wanted to devote my life to. Well, that's a great goal. So in doing the kind of work that you've done through your whole life, what then made you decide that podcasting was going to be the right way to get your message out there and to create these relationships and to create these synergies? Well, my work, my business work is in creating inclusive cultures where people love to do their best work and creating cultures that last. And part of that work is for people to get to know each other, for people to talk to each other. So for years, actually, even before I was doing corporate work, I was involved in helping to facilitate dialogues. I was involved in Palestinian Jewish dialogues, black-white dialogues, men-women dialogues, cross-generational dialogues. And you can't reach people on a global level, although I love doing the dialogues. I, I love getting people to talk to each other. And I always wanted to have, I wanted to have a global impact. I wanted to bring the conversations to a higher level. And for several years, I was on a radio show on Clear Channel. It was an LGBT-focused radio show. And I did a diversity segment, but I always wanted to do a show on race where I brought people together. And the person who had put me on her show, she had another show. And one day she called me. She said, you know, that show you always want to do about race. I said, yeah. She said, well, if you could get it together, you could bring people next week and start recording. And I thought, 
okay, all right, I'm freaked out, I'm afraid. All right, I'm doing it anyway because it's what <laughs> I said I wanted to do. And if I said I wanted to do it, I got to do it. And then she went on to CBS, and I had to find my own way. And everybody said, you got to do it, you got to do it, you got to do it. And somebody who sat next to me where I have my desk at WeWork, I was telling him about wanting to do this podcast. And I said, yeah, I'm going to have to raise some money. I said, I think I'll probably write letters to rappers or people who <laughs> talked about race. And he said, hey, I made lots of money in Bitcoin. I'll buy your equipment for you. And I thought, okay, now I really got to do it. And <laughs> had to do it. That's a very unique way to get started, a very unique <laughs> way to sort of get yourself going. But when you were doing this, what were some of the big challenges that you faced and how did you power through them? Well, there's still a lot of challenges. One is I'd never done this before and I had my own issues. Like a lot of other people, I had my own issues. Well, I don't have a background in media. I don't have a lot of money. A lot of it was financial. I didn't really have a lot of the finances. People gave me money in the beginning. People invested but then I had to go through the money. I didn't realize it was going to take me so much time. That was the other thing. I didn't realize it was going to take so much time, so much money to do the podcast. And I didn't really have time to run my consulting business, but I'm so in love with doing this work. So that was a challenge. And then the organizational piece is a challenge, has been a challenge for me. And now I'm getting interns. I've advertised for interns and I have interns who could help me. So my challenge now is around marketing, helping it grow, getting to reach as many people as I wanted to reach. So those are some of the challenges. And also making sure that my recording equipment keeps quiet because there's a lot of, sometimes there's a lot of interference, but that's been my challenge. And I want to have another co-host. I really would like to have a co-host because I really like to work with other people. Well, what about in terms of the people that you interview on a regular basis, the people that you bring on the show, any problems with connecting with guests and connecting with folks to help you bring content to the show? Well, a lot of the people that have been on the show are my friends. I've done about 29 shows. And then there's people that I don't know. And I haven't had any problems with them. I mean, I had a couple of people who weren't that interesting way back. But other than that, no, because one of my we all have gifts. We all have strengths. One of my strengths is that I have the ability to talk to almost anybody and I will talk to almost anybody. And what people always tell me is they say, wow, I didn't know we were going to get that deep. I didn't know you were going to ask me those kind of questions. And I just answered them. I said, yeah. So the hardest part in terms of people is coordinating schedules. And there are people actually that I really want to have on the show that I haven't been able to reach. Like there's a couple of hip hop shows. I want to have some of those hosts like Charlemagne the God. I don't know if you ever heard of these people, but from the breakfast show. And I want to have Killer Mike on my show. So there are people who are really, really well known that I've been tweeting them and I've been sending the messages on Facebook and I haven't heard from some of those people. So I'd say that's been the challenge. Once I get people on the show and I get them to talk to me, then it's not such a challenge, especially what I love doing is I love having to have two people from two different cultures talking and sharing stories because the idea is to share stories. And what I don't do, I don't have a lot of polemics because there are shows on race. Most of the shows are produced and hosted by people of color, primarily African-American, but not always. And 
those are really the best shows. And a lot of the shows that I've seen, I haven't seen that many white people do shows like I do, but the ones that do it tend to be more like racial tourists. Like they're so fascinated. I mean, which is cool because there's room for everybody or they're into like a whole guilt and shame. I'm white, I'm bad, blah, blah, blah. But my show is because I'm around people all the time from a lot of different backgrounds. And I mean, from all different backgrounds. And a lot of those backgrounds I can relate to. So what I do is I bring people together with a sense of community. So I don't have a lot of polemics, not a debate show. It's really a sharing story and experience a show so people could learn and see that, yeah, you could have these kind of conversations. The emails I get from people, there was one email from a white woman in Washington state. And she said she was so glad for the show because I had this one friend of mine, Laron, who's African-American. He's young. He's younger than me. He's 40. And he was talking about what it's like for him to be a black man and some of the fears he had about being stopped and racism. And this woman said, I was so glad to hear your show because I'm against racism, but I don't really get to hear a lot of black people talk about their experiences. And this really gave me a lot of insight. So to that effect, and that sort of plays into my next question, out of all the episodes that you've done, out of all the interactions that you've created, out of what has been that like standout moment when someone asks you your favorite thing about the podcast, like what is the best thing to come out of it so far? The best thing for me is when I learn something I didn't know. And also when I hear people talk about what they learned and aha moments that they've had. And also when people come together who don't know each other, I mean, one of my favorite shows I interviewed, and this is, I only had one guest. I interviewed John Blake, who is a reporter on CNN, and he covers race, politics, and religion. And he interviewed me 10 years ago for CNN. And I had never actually met him. I mean, we did our interview by Squadcast. And I got to have him on the show. And I got to ask him about his articles that he wrote. He wrote articles on racism, on white explaining. He wrote one article saying, I'm not going to be your best black friend today about the one black friend rule. And that was so exciting because here was this man that I had been talking to for so long and I had never really met him. And then I had another show just the other day. I interviewed Chip Conley, who was president of hospitality and as a senior advisor for Airbnb, who's a white guy from a very wealthy background. And he was on the show with his best friend, a woman named Wanda Whitaker, who's African-American, who's from a more middle to working class family. And they got to talk about their friendship and what made them friends and the conversation that they've had. I have a friend who's an ex-felon who was on the show. So, I mean, there's been like a lot of aha moments. And the biggest aha moment to me is bringing people together to have these conversations and having somebody say, I heard the show, I learned a lot, and I really believe in what you're doing. That's just awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like you have a great interaction every time you do an episode, which is just fantastic. So far. I mean, I've had two people who were not very responsive, and I asked them a question about immigration, and I said, well, do you think that the immigration issue has a bit of a racial tinge? And both of them freaked out, and they said, we don't discuss politics. And I said, this is a show about race. <laughs> Everything could be construed as politics in some form or another, depending on how you go down it. So that's <laughs> it happens every so often. Not every question lands <laughs> and sticks. And so, yeah, no, I mean, and that happens. And for me, it's really about making connections and having people really hear each other. 
and having other people here. Because if we're going to spread love, we need to help people not be afraid of each other. I think that's a beautiful message. And so to that end, as part of being a guest here on Cause Pods, we always like to thank our guests and support our guests by trying to benefit a charity of their choosing. And you've chosen Color of Change. You want to tell us a little bit about them? Well, Color of Change does a lot of work to educate people on racism and also to take action. And since they were started local, I live in Berkeley and I think they're like in Oakland. I decided that I wanted to, I decided that I wanted to help them in any way that I possibly could because their goals are the same as my goals. And so you don't have a direct affiliation with them or anything like that. You just think that they are also doing a great thing, working the same cause. And so you just want to see if you can help them out too. Yes, because there's so many great organizations doing really good work. And I really like the work they do too, because they really work directly in different communities. And they've been involved in issues around like climate change and communities of color. And I like that. Gotcha. Right. So that their their mission goes a little bit beyond just pure race relations. It's really about tackling all the issues that impact different races. Exactly. And that's what my show is about, because like I've had shows on disability and race, gender and race. So it's not just only race, but it's looking at all the different identities that we all have and finding connections because nobody's just one thing. So I might have a show, I had like one show where I had somebody who was 35, an Asian, who was lesbian and worked in the civil rights movement. And the other person I had on the show was 82 and she was African-American working in civil rights and was also LGBT. And they talked about racism within the LGBT community and then homophobia outside. And they also were able to talk about the generation differences because I want people to see that it's not just, we're not just like one identity but we're so many different identities. And that's really where we find a lot of the connections. And after we find the connections, it's easier to talk about differences. Yeah, no, makes a lot of sense. So the one thing I always like to ask somebody who's doing a podcast like this that is for a cause, and especially someone who didn't come from this world, what is some of the best advice that you can give to somebody else who's thinking about launching a podcast to support their cause, or who maybe already has one and struggling and is looking for ways to stick with it to improve, to grow, things like that? Well, three things. One is, of course, read everything you can. Listen to all the known podcasters who have the reputations for being great podcasters. Listen to them. Listen to what they have to say. Don't be discouraged because you're not at their level. But go on Facebook and join some of the podcast groups on Facebook. Because those people, there's really so much help there. You could ask questions, you get to answer questions, and you could get to connect with people and actually you could find guests for your show and you can get to be a guest on somebody's show. I think that's how you, is that how you found me, I think, on one of the podcast groups? Yeah, I think you mentioned what your show is about and I said, wow, I love that. That sounds like a perfect piece for Cause Pods. We should definitely connect and, and here we are. And then the other thing too that has been a big help for me is that I belong to two podcast meetups in my area. There's one in Oakland and one in San Francisco. So look to see if there are any meetups for you. Because I think for me, just talking to other people who are involved in podcasting and people who have some of the same issues, because sometimes I might have an issue and I think, oh, I feel like such a doofus. How could I have this issue? Oh, I don't even know this. And then I'll go to the podcast meetups or I'll go on Facebook and I'll ask this question and people will say, yeah, I have the same issue. I have the same issue. Because 
I really didn't know anything. I didn't even know. I didn't know how to hook up a mixer or (laughs) what kind of headphones. and, And there's still things I wish I had done. But I just think talking to people, learning and sharing your challenges and talking to people like you, I think really can help people get their podcasts on the way. Well, I'm glad that we connected. I'm glad that you are able to find resources. And hopefully, as you progress, you will become one of those resources for the next people who come up who need help, who need advice. The show is Everyday Conversations on Race. We will have links to it, obviously, in the show notes for this episode of Cause Pods. And we will have a donation link to Color of Change. That is a 501c3 that is looking to also strengthen race, race relations and tackle all types of issues that are related to and surrounding race. We've been chatting with Sima Lieberman. Sima, it's been such a pleasure to have you here on Cause Pods today. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to be on your show. It's such an honor. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cause Pods. Again, if you've been inspired by the work of our guests, please check out the show notes in your podcast app or at causepods.org. There you will find links to their work and a special donation link to support their favorite efforts. From there, you can also follow and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And remember, if you have a cause pod and want to join me for an interview, please check out causepods.org and fill out the interview request form. If approved, we'll schedule you for a chat and share the amazing work you're doing with the CausePod audience. Thanks again, and see you next time on CausePods. Pods.